0: Welcome to Connecting with Coincidence with psychiatrist Bernard David Beitman, M.D. Dr. Beitman is the founder of the Coincidence Project. The project encourages people like you to tell each other coincidence stories. To learn more about Dr. Beitman's work, put Connecting with Coincidence in your web browser. You'll find his book, his Psychology Today blog, and the interviews from this podcast. And now your host, Bernard Beitman, M.D.,
1: Welcome to CC with BB 2.0. Yes. Connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. That's me. As you can see, I've got a guest on our show right now, and he's listening to what I'm saying because I'm going to tell a story that I hope Josh is interested in. I know he is, and we'll see what we'll discuss about that. Uh, Josh has serendipitously discovered uh, an app that uh, Increases coincidences. Yeah, it focuses you on your intention and breaks you out of your regular behavior patterns. And you can do this without an app. And I'm going to tell you a story about how I did that. This ability, which I call uh, human GPS, ri- arise arises and lives in animals, including human beings, the ability to get where you need to be without knowing how you got there. Except in this story. I was doing the human GPS consciously. I knew where I wanted to go, knew how I wanted to get there. The variable was time. Would I get there at the right time? Could I consciously do a right time, right place thing? In 2019, I tested out my ability to get where I wanted to be at just the right time without, without calling and without texting ahead. I planned to show up at the house of two women friends of mine, M and C, right when she came out of her house. That was the idea. I wasn't going to ring the bell. I was just going to show up and see if she showed up when I showed up. That was the game. For the first one, for M, uh, an intuitive voice said, go now. Now the time to go so i drove to her house i'd not seen her in several weeks and we had rarely communicated by social media or texting it was 10 p.m and dark i stopped my car and i looked no activity she wasn't there i was gonna wait i waited but then nothing so as i was about to leave she stepped out of her car she'd gone out there to get something just a few minutes before We talked? Yes. I got there at the right time. For the next person, you want to read my new new book called Meaningful Coincidences that's going to come out in the fall of 2022. Our guest today is Joshua Langfelder. Joshua describes himself as a joyful, creative person who loves diving into the mystery of the unknown, a mystery and the unknown, rather the mystery of the unknown. Yeah, go for it. And this is a key thing I'm going to ask him about. He serendipitously, serendipitously stumbled into the world of randomness. What's randomness? Well, maybe we'll do that one. That's a tough one. Where he found that his gifts, his gifts of intuition, which we're going to have to describe Josh and precognition, which is a little clearer, than I might have been able to do in my story, were the keys to his success. He is the founder of Autica, which uh, he, he's written a book that uh, describes how to do it, and much to his parents' delight, uh big Publishing company picked it up and now they got a famous author in their house. Who would have known, right? Josh? Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? And there he is out there.
0: Welcome to the show, Josh. Well, thank you, uh, Dr. Bateman. It is certainly humbling to be on the list of uh you know coincidence ambassadors that you have going on um i'm humbled to be part of that list it's pretty cool that we cooked up i uh listened to the episode with my project manager uh, tobias tobias yeah. yeah yeah and uh you guys like by the end of it we're getting into some like really heavy stuff so like uh uh i'm super happy to be here thank you so much and uh yeah um yeah. Thanks for having me. Very cool. Very cool.
1: Tell us, Josh Langfelder. Langenfel- Langfelder. Langfelder. of A German name for sure. Yeah. A town kind of near for where, where my father was born and raised. Really. Dealkursion, which is maybe it's about 20, it's not too far. A couple, of, an hour and a half. Um, it's, it's, it's and tell us how you. A, a nice guy from, <laughs> from Texas came across becoming the founder of Randonautica.
0: Okay. So, yeah. I mean, like, how do you go from being a normal person to being um, the creator of uh, one of the biggest social movements of 2020? Um uh, was it by choice that I did this? Like, uh, what w- was my intention to uh, do this? And I'll tell you, my intention the first time I went rain right and running was to create emergent connections across the world. And what did I find? But uh, like sign that said, The Garden of Inspiration in this graveyard and that was my first point so like did i mean to do what i did like have 18 million people download an app that sends you to random places and kind of deviate your reality tunnel a little bit like yes i was i was like super um i knew what i was doing uh, i i wasn't just like uh kind of like shooting in the dark and then like um I knew uh, what would happen and and, uh, my real contribution was um, kind of gamifying it to where you notice these symbols and synchronicities because like we noticed that people could tell that they would have increased synchronicities but this is like something that you uh, and your people are interested in that I'm also interested in is how do you tell the story of a coincidence because sometimes there's like multiple ways to tell it there's like different layers to it Um, you know there's there's people who just wouldn't believe I mean there's there's people it's like telling somebody your dream they don't really care that much like yeah we made a whole thing about like you know what what was what would matter to you like if it just sends you to a random place so like it's deterministic up up to a point where you set your radius and then you press button and it's no longer de- deterministic you're outside of you know it's deterministic to a point where you know physics still, still you know applies, but you're going to a place that's completely not deterministic. It's not what you would have done at that moment had you not pressed that button, and and I, I find that very interesting. So how I got involved was through uh, serendipity. Uh, I, I, w- I was looking for treasure at the time and it's like sort of just one of these like how do you look for treasure um well you kind of like have to decide like i'm gonna look for treasure if if you don't decide you're gonna look for treasure you're not gonna find it basically And, and i set my intent towards finding treasure and um what you learn when you like read all about like treasure hunters, and there's like old, old books that go back like hundreds of years about like treasure hunting. And like, one of the things is like the magical philosopher who seeks treasure seeks to know the location of that treasure not just about the treasure and what's there but the location of it so yeah so i'm i'm just in this like memetic chat and somebody does a random search of telegram chats and lands on the one i was in and was just like hey we have this thing that sends people to random places and i had been like working for about six months because my father had had a stroke so I was like caretaking for him kind of like I had a lot of time on my hands and like they were just like it's word for word I can still pull it up it was just like we have a thing that sends you to random places and I was just like that sounds like a great idea for a game will you let us play for that play with that thing so like there was already a group who was kind of like experimenting with this, but it like never went past like a dozen people. And then I got it. And just because of like my inclination for um, like building groups and like, I grew up in a theater. So I'm like used to this kind of like collaborative, um, you know, organizational format. So It was easy for me to start a group based on finding random stuff and then telling the stories of what we found. And I mean,
1: before we get to the stories part of this, uh, the key part of that serendipity from what you told me, I couldn't quite follow. It's really the paradigmatic element in this, that you were doing something and telegrams and something, and you could... Yeah, write, well, you know, they the, used ru- a random... I, the, they had a random thing, but how you connected with them is my question.
0: They used a random search to, to wind up in the same chat room that I did. Okay. They, they
1: used their random thing that you yeah. then adopted uh and adapted to find you in this chat room now back that up yeah. a little bit where were they where were you what was the chat room and a, a little bit more of the context of that one because so yeah, they
0: were in russia and i was, was- in <laughs> dallas united states where in russia uh, moscow and uh like uh they this is a old project this is what we call the phaeton project it's these guys who have been working on this for like 10 years and uh they're sort of like mad scientists in a way just like yeah yeah, it's just like uh during their student years like maybe pulled some experiments where that weren't quite ethical just like spamming people and stuff like with random locations and like like what people wedding people spamming people spam I me mean, on the internet or some yeah, other yeah so they would just like send you a random location just that had nothing to do with anything and they found that people would find weird stuff at these locations even years after they sent the email if they found the email years after they sent it they would still find something weird at the at the locations so yeah. these these
1: spamming things took the Form of saying to some random person, "Go to this place and see what happens." All at
0: least it was just a coordinate. All it said was just the coordinate.
1: And the spam was to give them the coordinate and say, from some unknown person, yeah. they'd get a spam and say, "Go here and something will happen, or maybe something will happen."
0: Yeah, that's what and they so, were doing. Yeah, and so they had a way to <laughs> sort of measure. Um, when people would report about this. And there was a series of YouTube videos, one of which featured a video of like someone who went to a random location and found the coordinates of another location spray painted (laughs) on the pillar. This is like early, early days, like a decade ago, like this is what was going on. And then there was another one where there was like a YouTube video where they used this random, they found this random location, they went to it, and it was like the middle of the highway, and they like had a existential experience or something, and just had like a, you know, panpsychic, like, oh, we're all one, like, kind of experience, and then met a woman who apparently changed people's fates. This is what I've heard, and, and then like they took down these videos. And when my associates were like were asking, like, "Why did you delete those videos?" They were like very, um, like uncomfortable. Like, we didn't take any videos. Like, it was really weird. Like, uh, but yeah, immediately as soon as we touched this randomness, like weird stuff start to happen. um,
1: I got to ask you about those coordinates that they found by being given the random coordinates, did they go to the other coordinates?
0: Somebody did, yeah. Like recently, uh, looked up the random coordinates, and it's just like a, a feel or something. Like, oh, but uh, so it's more the principle of the
1: idea of finding a random coordinate at
0: the at that place. Coordinates, yeah. yeah
1: that, that's okay. So that's the fun part. Well, that's still pretty funny. And this guy goes in the middle of the highway, has a mystical experience, and meets a woman who's changing fate or face. Fate.
0: Face. So you would meet her. Fate. So so you would meet her and like you would get a new job. Or like your luck would change. Fate. Oh, for the T. Okay. So right. now that's a very, very cool one right there. Yeah. Um, it's that, a legend. I can't back it up. That's just I, a legend.
1: Well, but, the legend, yeah. those legends become real after a while, but that's the story because you don't have the YouTube video for it. Okay, but you see, I hope you see what I'm doing here, Josh. You're telling you have a great story to tell, but you didn't tell it in a way that I could understand it, because because right. the key part of it you kind of slurred over, and people do that with coincidence stories. They don't right. tell you really the fun part of it, and the fun part of it starts with these guys in Russia are like doing random chat room contacts, and they run into you and right. you see them. Now they've been doing that for a while. They they were able to get into a lot of other chat rooms and saying, hey, look, here we are, and whatever they did. But the difference here is Josh Langfelter seized the opportunity. Right. That's what right. makes coincidence happen. You
0: gotta act. Right. It's so true. It's a true. Yeah, it's a true. Like one man's trash is another man's treasure. Like, and,
1: you, and you found some treasure. Yeah. But you noticed it.
0: Yeah, it was treasure in my hands. It, it may not have been treasure in someone else's hands.
1: This is the history of serendipity. The s- discovery of penicillin, for example. A lot of people had seen what uh, Alexander, uh, Alexander had been able to find in his laboratory. Uh, he saw a halo of inhibition when some staphylococci uh, were growing in a Petri dish. And then something came in to influence its growth, which was the penicillin mold coming in. Other people had seen something like this, apparently. Um, but he got the, but he, he saw the significance of it, but even that wasn't enough. He wrote a paper about it, and he didn't really see how important it was until other people grabbed it. So he started it. but he didn't go through all the, all the steps that made penicillin the thing that it was. You did all of that in one, Josh. Langfelter move. you saw right. the potential. you recognized that you had the capacity to create social organizations. Yes. You had the vision to see it as a game that would get people out of their reality tunnels. Yes. that's that's where the real major part of this serendipity takes place is it happens, but you noticed it.
0: yeah, uh, yeah. And and it does feel like I was like weirdly born to be the one to like notice it because like I was an actor when I was a child and my uh, family were actors and uh, I grew up in the theater. And then I moved on to the circus and I was working in the circus and I've done a ton of odd jobs. But, yeah, like, it took, like, this synthesis of me, like, really, like, being interested in, like, fringe scientific stuff, but also connecting it to people so they understand, like, what's going on like it's not good enough for me for just me to understand something i'm like whoa like you have to understand this too like i have to share with 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 people and 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 i saw that with with what was going on with this technology is like it was in the hands of a few but people weren't like so open about sharing it And and we did so in a radical way, like so much so it may have been somewhat of a mistake, in that we had to kind of pull the reins back a little bit. And uh, well, we'll get
1: we'll we'll get to that one too. But the story centers around you being at the right place at the right right time time. you be you being that guy at the right place and you're the right guy to be at the right place at the right time right that's that's what we're that's where this story centers around I mean you you've got also a very good sense of modesty and I respect that and it's important to uh, keep that in mind and continue to the humility that i also have in being able to do this which i see this in you it's very very important part of all this because it's just a great game to be part of and you're it's wonderful to be in the game and that that's that's yeah. the whole thing it's no and it's fun to see what's happening because it's fun to see what's happening that's all and to be yeah. where you can see what's happening it's a lot of fun yeah. and, and to read
0: th- the stories and yeah
1: Read the stories and see it spread. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I see that. I very much respect that about you. But the, the, this serendipity story of the founding of the Randonautica app centers on you being in the right place at the right time and being the right person and being able to seize the opportunity yeah. and run with it. And what you just said was, hey, I'm a performer. I love getting stuff out to the audience. It's not just me sit, sit in my room looking out at the rain. It's not that. Right. You want to get out there and you want to show people stuff. Right, You want to show them stuff. So you're, you're doing what, and from a different angle, what I like to do, it's the learning entertainment interface is Mm -hmm. where i like to function Mm -hmm. because i i'm more from the education side but i love Mm -hmm. fun and education you come from like the circus and you're out there like trying to get people to learn something too so right
0: i got it you got it that's great people love play and if they're learning they, they don't care as long as they're playing like
1: yeah you got it josh that's you got it. So that's the story I wanted to be able to get to the, how Josh Langfelder got to where he is now um, at the center of the Randonautica uh, activity, business expanding, it, and, and sure. trying to take it places. That there are, I I know the New York Times was not happy with you for a while with some things. Uh, beware of the Nautica, kind of. Yeah, that was it. great. Like
0: sit your child down and tell them not to do this thing. What it's a great like way! <laughs> the biggest backhanded compliment I've ever. Like, like we gave her sources to interview and like, like legitimate stuff. And she like threw it all away and just like interviewed some associate professor or something. Who's like, well, I've never looked into this, but according to my logical presuppositions, this is impossible. Like, it's just like, who cares? About it? I, it was like my Andy Kaufman wet dream, just getting to talk to the,
1: New York Times. I mean, it only had to help you get get your book deal. It only yeah, helped exactly. you your book, especially when it comes out of the New York Times. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So, I and you've had other criticism, and you've had some valid criticism in what you were doing. Absolutely, absolutely. And you've and you've absorbed that. Uh, one of the fun, one of the amazing things was
0: the fake Randonatica videos. Tell us about that. Now, see, like, I love B-rated horror, and I I love just, like, cheesy thriller movies, and so, like, I would see this stuff, and I'd be like, oh, like, that's cool. We inspired someone to make art, and then we get accused by thousands of people, like, why are you stalking and killing people and, and burying voodoo dolls in the woods so people can find them, and I'm just like, you really cannot tell that this video is fake. and it, it did lower my kind of regard for humanity's ability to discern between what's real and fake on YouTube. So and, yeah. and and they began
1: to crowd out your own YouTube YouTube videos.
0: Yeah, totally. yeah, totally. But I mean, at the same time, like what's our mar- marketing budget? nothing like you know like what what uh i forget i forget his name he wrote uh the book hidden symbols or something like that uh he said that like as long as you start a metaphysical organization and its roots are like correct it doesn't matter who's like taking advantage of it for profit or like leading it like the seekers are going to see what's there and and that's what matters like for every like one like oh my god you're killing people by doing random nautica like you're literally murdering people like people are getting chased in the woods because of you which is like totally not true it's just something something that someone saw on youtube for every one of those i get more like oh my god you changed my life just from being able to go to one random location, and I, I see things totally differently now. Like yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it, it is beautiful, and that's what we want to start using random. like a for, or start focusing more on the angle is the healing aspect. Now, now I was wondering if, if like in you guys' work, if there's a healing aspect to coincidences. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Uh, it starts with my being a psychiatrist right and a lot of people see lots of coincidences in their own lives and they start feeling overwhelmed by them and begin to think they're crazy Mm -hmm. and so I come along and say no this is a kind of coincidence story that I call this and lots of people have it. So I'm able to confirm that a lot of these coincidences are common. I have data to show it. Uh, I've got a a lot of psychiatric papers suggesting the way in which they are common and the kinds they have and the people who are predisposed to have them. So the first thing I wanted to do was establish the fact that coincidences are common. Right. and at the same time categorize them so that i can label them so then i can be able to study them in their frequency right the a big part of psychotherapy healing in some people's practice like jungians if you look at mm-hmm. a couple of the jungian videos that i've done with jungian therapists they use synchronicity as part of the therapeutic process as jung as jung said and I see it, therapist, your problems walk into the office, your problems, right. my problems. So people are mirrors of each other. Right. But those are just within the psychiatry and psychotherapy. The A lot of healing comes about when people, as the story you just told us, meet somebody who really helps them. Right. That That one of our ambassadors talks about I I I meet strangers who I know are friends I haven't yet met. Right, and we we help each other. We have stuff to communicate with each other, right. so there is a lot of healing and more stories like that. But yes, a lot of healing, which it looks like we need to be able to compare some more notes with, because you have that happening from a somewhat different direction than the people who are reporting the stories to me are. Right,
0: yeah. Like uh Tobias mentioned this last time a lot, but uh like one of the really big things I want to look into is like coincidences around grief and people using random to kind of visit a place that they experience trauma and grief in a detached manner, and it kind of like at least the stories that that have been shared with us it kind of like helps them view it in kind of a third party kind of way almost like stuff like that i'm i'm very interested in um how like this stuff can help you because like certainly cool coincidences it's not like the end goal the end goal was not, oh, I had a coincidence. Obviously, it's like pointing towards that there's something bigger going on. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, it's not just, oh, yay, coincidence is, is everything. It's it's that somehow things are maybe connected or yeah. like my, my big thing was not like realizing that coincidence happened. My big thing was realizing that, People don't notice them or live this way, where it just happens. Like, uh, I mean, of course, I was I was doing tai chi like as a child because my dad's like a Taoist. So like, I'm doing or doing method acting or or doing these exercises that like kind of tune you into, like this like sort of space where it's not dissociative because you're still there, but you're more than just your physical body. And and, and, and that's where I think coincidence kind of can happen is, is where things in the ex- external world are happening internally as well, or, or like something like that. Like, Yeah, it's, it's something
1: like that. It's something like that that you just touched on is that our minds are not as disconnected from our environment as we think they are, as we're being told they are. Right. And what you are able to see by getting people or you being into like an altered state of consciousness and there's all kinds of ways to do it, that right. that boundary between self and other you and the outside world begins to blur and what you are and what's outside of you become much more connected.
0: Right. Yeah. And I, I want to know like the me- methodologies behind this. And if we teach people who can't do it to do it and like, Stuff like that. But a question I have for you is like, when did you start getting hip to coincidences and stuff like that? I
1: was uh, eight or nine and I came home from school, elementary school on my bike and uh, looked for my dog and he wasn't there. I said, Hey mom, where's where's Snapper? And uh, she says, I don't know. Go to the police station, see if they know where he is. I get on my bike and cross the big road, never did before. Go to the police station, climb up the, bo- ask the policeman, have you seen my dog? No. Um, I start crying. I go down, back down and pick up my bike. I go the wrong way home and there's the dog, there's Snapper coming Interesting. at me. Interesting. Yeah. That was right. That was human GPS right there for me and for Snapper. Yeah, each other.
0: human GPS I like, I like this idea and like um, like you've said like um, there's multiple ways of kind of introducing coincidence into your life. I mean hell there's billions of coincidence happening every second. It's kind of like navigating the ones that are personal to you almost because there's so many collisions because like you know like things that are related cluster and so like whether that has something to do with you or not is is a separate issue but something that's like truly speaking to you and you and you feel feel like it's speaking to you like is that, is that like maybe a, a question or an answer from the universe, or is that still just you, do you, you think?
1: I got it. Uh, it, it becomes um, a standard question, really. Um, yeah. And the, the two favorite answers people have are randomness. Right. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, it's just random, no matter how weird it is even if it's low probability. And other people say, God, universe. Right. And now quantum uh, field, quantum fields are being invoked. And these are all hard to argue against. You can't argue against it. I'm a, I'm a big fan of saying, hey, Josh, you had a lot to do with this. Right. <laughs> That's what I, how much did you have to do with it? That's why when we talked about how you got into this, uh, I was focusing on you. Right. On you and what you did and who you were to make it happen we are creating a lot of these you were ready for it josh you were ready for it and this human gps thing of getting us into the right place at the right time is us it's called and it's called psi mediated instrumental response
0: right yeah i mean like i knew the day that i was gonna gonna quit my full-time job like because of the pandemic, but I didn't know about the pandemic. I just knew I was going to quit like down to the day. So I'm working and working and working, going, okay, March 31st. Which year? Of, uh, 2019. 20, 20, 2020 20, or 2019. 2019. Uh, when 20-
1: the pan- pandemic started in March t- 2019. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Then I knew, I knew for some reason. And, and but I didn't know about the pandemic. And so like I knew. So that so, so, so according to you guys, it, that, that's like a form of coincidence, right? Is like precognition? Yes.
1: precognition is a form of coincidence. And yeah. Jung had that in his early book on synchronicity, right as one of the three major uh, examples of of synchronicity or meaningful coincidence he, he didn't use synchronicity f- for meaningful coincidence he used it for a principle the synchronicity principle the a causal connecting principle that's right. what he used it for but now we call meaningful coincidence synchronicity a lot so precognition is one of the one of the coincidence forms. Right. And that, and there are people who are good or not or better at some and then others. You seem to be good at precognition. Could you tell us about that?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean um my first uh dream like uh my first dream was that um I saw I had a sister who is blonde with pigtails. Her name was Lucy. And my parents were pregnant and they were going to name the boy Matthew because the doctor said it was going to be a boy. And I said, no, that is a sister. And her name is going to be Lucy. And by the time Lucy was born, my my dad's literally like, my son has a vagina, like surprised. And they're like, well, I guess we're going to call her Lucy. So like, yeah, like two or three year old me, um, named my sister based off a precognitive dream. Um, but besides that, um, a lot to do with like, uh, my love life and, uh, like how I met my wife was like, um, not just me, but, uh, my wife's dad was having dreams of a wedding. And like, I, I've been having dreams about a wedding and then like the week before I met her like I had like a total dream about like us just being in a house together and I kind of like got some hints what she looks like and stuff <laughs> and so like uh, and the next week I'm on hinge and uh it's like oh you guys should meet and uh that ended up being my my my, my wife so, so it's like he, people were having precognition what, what's hinge what's hinge this is dating
1: dating yeah. dating thing. and they they put you two together
0: yeah which is kind of spooky yeah
1: all right so and you had an did what kind of detail did you have about like her? i
0: saw us in a house which is interesting because um we ended up getting a house um like uh serendipitously like uh we didn't know we were going to get a house, but, uh, we were able to get one. And like, uh, I just saw her sitting next to me in a house. And, uh, like, I knew that, like, that was my new job was like keeping this woman happy. And like, that was the new, like, uh, I guess causality pathway. And it's been true. Like if my wife's happy, I'm happy. So. It's, yeah, uh, there's a lot.
1: There's a lot to that. A lot yeah. That. And, and you that was really clear to you. So tell us about some of the other precognitive experiences of yours.
0: Uh, let's see. Um, uh, like knowing that my father is going to have a seizure. Um, like I would have a dream about it. And the next day be at work and be like, yeah, he, he had a dream. He had a seizure and he'll probably have a seizure today. And then getting in the call, like, oh, you had a seizure, or the same thing has happened multiple times, like just like being like antsy and then just being like, yeah, can you check on my dad? And indeed, he will have had a, a seizure. So, uh, well, that antsy, that antsy about your father. Yeah.
1: I was choking over, uh, A sink in San Francisco, 1973, uh, uncontrollably, never Mm -hmm. choked like that before. In Wilmington, Delaware, at the same time, my father was choking on his own blood and dying.
0: Wow. Yeah. Human entanglement is weird, dude
1: the entanglement idea is used a lot but uh, I, I have problems with it i can we can talk about that another time yeah. i call it i call it and you have that too simulapathy yeah. feeling the pain of a loved one at a distance yeah and that used to be what telepathy meant right feeling at a distance and then it became right. cognitive so i yeah. put it in simulapathy and you were feeling that with your father
0: yeah definitely and 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 not not just him but like uh yeah with my wife and definitely with my wife that there just came to a point where it was like okay we're like in each other's heads now like it's just like uh, yeah it, it came to a point where i think yeah the we could do a whole another episode about love and the phenomenon and how that happens but yeah. well
1: we, let's let's keep that in mind josh
0: yeah because
1: my my pop, most popular um, uh, posts on psychology today is uh, does it does it mean it's meant to be after yeah. coincidence. Does it mean, and pe- and that's, they love that question.
0: Is- and that's one of the most dangerous things, in my opinion, is this uh, idea that it's meant to be because you saw a sign, rando nodding or doing whatever. I am totally on the camp of like, be careful. Like it should open up possibilities of new things that you haven't thought of before. But getting a hard yes, no answer you could end up being very disappointed.
1: This is a this is a good topic for conversation. I, I you're you're right on from my, from my perspective. They're hints. They're they're not. Uh, yeah. They're not. They're not commands.
0: Right. Yeah. And I've seen it happen. Unfortunately, where like, yeah. Well, someone will be totally devoted because they saw some sign, and then exactly the other person is like just not experiencing the same <laughs> no. thing or I've had you know all three, number three. of things like well, yeah. let's
1: let's leave that one alone because, and because we might get to it would be fun to get to that with you another time and i think yeah. let's keep that in mind with yeah. your with your wife you sounded like you're getting into each other's head too much
0: yeah i mean like it, it was a specific instance where um like like we're not always like one entity but yeah. it was a, a specific instance where we were doing meditation and it was like what we were thinking was the same and like what was going on in the music was matching like what was happening in real life and like and uh it certainly was a beautiful thing yeah and and uh you know inshallah i'll i'll experience such beauty again but um
1: oh good yeah. I, I hoped it was and we the the idea of twin flames is an important subject and yeah the, to be able to be one with somebody and be separate is what we need to be doing in the future so yeah. talking about love because love is basic to what i am doing and it's it, same and and same. it's not good it's not just oh Love is all you need. That's not the issue. Right. It's okay. We start with love, but the big question, human beings, is how do we learn to love each other? Right. How, exactly. do we, how do
0: we learn to love each other? To be how do we love people who will not be healed, who choose not to be healed? How do, you, how do you love that kind of person? It's hard enough to love the ones that you're re-
1: related to uh, right. and, and be able to do it with them. I'm talking about, yes, that we have to do general, but the people that we are around, I mean, right? mothers and daughters too often get into these huge fights with each other. Often, yeah. And, and that can't continue. For example, yeah. and men fighting with each other. No, we can't, who know each other well, we can't keep doing unless that fight yields something that's a more loving re- response. Right. But let's leave that one for another discussion because it's yeah. love and how to love are my major foci with coincidences.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. And it's been an intention of the Ramonica team from the beginning to do a like unconditional love like type thing but we are still learning how to integrate that into our you know shindig so me yeah, too I, I, i'm a student of it i'm, I'm, warming, heart, my heart. I'm warming my heart my heart wonderful yeah. and i'm glad
1: we we've touched on that now now uh, it's because it's, it's it's essential for saving the planet really is what this is about Right. That's 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 my intention is with coincidences to help bring people together that will help us figure out how to do this
0: planetary problem better than we are doing it now. And I see it happening. Uh, I can see it like like that has happened in my organization where like all of a sudden the person you need is just like, oh, I'm here. And instead of paying like thousands of dollars for consultation or whatever, like, they're just like, Whoop! like, I think that it takes kind of like citizen science, like, or like something like you're doing where you're just like, let's voluntarily, you know, use our energy for this purpose. And once people see that, you know, and it'll gain gain some steam, like it just takes like you said the doing of it like it takes the doing of it and
1: we're we're doing of it right now i'm beginning to have the feeling josh yeah uh, because our 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 intentions look like they're aligning and of course there's going to be different ones and we're going to have difficulties too and that's part of the fun of it but let's talk about let's talk about intuition because one of the things that you say about yourself is you're highly intuitive would you yeah. tell us would you tell us what you mean by your intuition?
0: Yeah, I- intuition to me is like is like a smell, like you're being guided around a dark room by a smell. And it's not like a sight or even like hearing, like it's sort of like a, a smell, like you're on something. And like uh you really have no idea if the, if the end goal is a payoff or not and uh you kind of just uh like uh like th- there's this idea of uh I- information sent and so like uh kind of just using your heart and uh making decisions that are not logical uh necessarily um you you can end up at a place that uh you know, if you went through it logically and went, oh, you went this turn, is it this turn? That seemed to be kind of weird, but it, you know, ended up being the circuitous path uh, to something um, interesting. Like, uh, you know, were my uh, mom and sister happy that I could my $15 job, $15 an hour job? They were like not happy, you know, but like my intuition was like, I need to get out of this like routine and um you know do something else and um it ended up working out and I you know published a book and and, you know started a company and, and stuff stuff that I wouldn't have done if uh you know I had listened to uh what was at the time my um you know kind of like a framework for how to be a person at that, you know at that time so like uh intuition has always been a, a part of my like uh thing like in college i would play blackjack and stuff and uh you know, just, just win and uh like i can um just somehow find like cool stuff like uh, just it just seems to be not a problem for me like if i go to a city i can kind of feel the city and like you know, there's things that are you know available like that you wouldn't necessarily know to go to but uh i somehow am able to find them um another thing is just like being at the right place at the right time and like uh like you said um, and uh like totally with like uh having people pop into my head before they message me and stuff like that like completely uh totally stuff like that so you in
1: other words you get information in ways you don't know how you get it uh but it pops into your head yeah and it's the process of it that i'm really wanting to know about the the that they that smell i love that idea that it's kind of like smelling good information and it's kind of like a little trail that you follow with your smeller of your intuition to get where you need to be or define right. what you want. So when you're in the big city, it's smell. But I'm imagining given what you just created with Randonautica, you have a very good three-dimensional sense that you know where you are in space. Right. And that's a crucial part of some of what you experience right. is knowing that there's a, you can follow a trail that you can feel your way around but that beside the smell metaphor are there other metaphors that you would use to describe your intuition
0: hmm like uh just like a vibe basically a vibe like yeah a vibe like yeah like i could have somebody message me on telegram one day and the next day I'll be like, "Whoa, what's going on with you?" Like, and then it'll be like, you know, some kind of emotional outpouring. But yeah, I, I can usually tell, like, because I'll feel it. Uh, yeah, you'll uh, feel what they're feeling. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's that sympathy thing that yeah. I, that I would call it. Uh, how about a voice talking to you?
0: This has happened to me very rarely. Um, I would say even once. Um, And it had to do with uh, the same night I like um, got information about meeting my wife. Um, I, I had a voice in my head that was like talking shit about me. But it was also like, yeah but things are gonna get good for you and uh yeah it was weird, weird all right so it's
1: weird. it's mostly vibe and a smell metaphor that is your intuition thing
0: yeah all right we're, definitely we're, we're, well and like visionary stuff i mean like, like visual stuff yeah like okay. in in dreams and and like oh, dreams uh, yeah, yeah 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 like uh big time all like have like a business meeting with my business partner in a dream and the next day it's like that's what we're talking about like it often happens in dreams first um yeah big time in dreams
1: yeah but if you've uh, now that you say it yeah you describe dreams already uh, as having of telling you stuff yeah. Uh, we're, we're having to come to the end of, of our time together here Josh I, I how are you researching uh, your the brand precognition other things okay I, so how... go ahead you're doing something with Julie uh, Mossberg, I know uh, and she told me that she can't tell me so I don't want to like infringe on that yeah um, so Julie
0: uh, Julia is like. Um, such a mentor to me first of all and a teacher and uh, has reframed not trying to just just from talk to her has reframed how I think about myself in a lot of ways so she she's helped me a lot and uh, it, it will be cool to see how organizations can kind of um, work together. Um, uh, I will say that, you know, um, what part of random was my spiritual development and, and journey, you know, and Julia has, um, kind of, you know, she's, more experience she's been through a, a lot of this before so having julia um just you know be a part of random monica in any way whether it be just like consultation or we ended up making something together it's it's just been um a game changer for sure because she's great like, she's great she is great amazing. i've
1: interviewed her a couple of times on my uh, podcast uh and she she was central to my getting off uh doing an audio podcast with a, a guy that was difficult to work with into yeah. being on my own and yeah she she didn't do it on purpose it was just her she was yeah. the fulcrum around which she's, it happened.
0: she's a doer and she's she's ready and she's full of ideas so like uh Thank you, Julia, for, for everything, like, yeah. Well, and we're looking for, for, and this is something that I was I was interested in, in saying, is, like, we're looking for anyone who thinks they can get a grant and would like a platform of, uh, like, a million plus people to do a serious IRB and serious, like, academic experiment Um, Our platform, Randonautica, has a lot of people who are, like, very interested in consciousness studies and, like, would be very interested in um, completing any kind of, like, experiments. So, like, this is something that we're, we're, like, Randonauts 2022, we're very interested in, like, kind of, like, a grown-up kind of, like, academic um, vibe to it like still have everything else just the same, but like there'll also be a button for like, oh, wanna participate in this white paper or something? Like, so
1: yeah. I, I, and my uh, coincidence project is getting to the place of looking for the same thing of trying to be able to get some funding so it's fun that we're at a similar place and i'm working with yeah. another group that also wants to do something with coincidences that's separate from my coincidence uh, ambassador group so that be- that's beginning to develop and what i was talking about with tobias which i hope you're interested in is figuring out a way to, to help people write those coincidence stories that they they experience and there's some of them are coming up with uh in and being able to like um do a little analysis of
0: some of those stories just right there i i I am totally interested in your input for like the survey and what we could do with uh, any of that data like uh i would say talk to, to to tobias um but yeah I'm... i have talked with him and it's
1: been back and forth about it about yeah uh trying to to capture some of the stuff that people are willing to put he, he put together uh of what seemed me a reasonably good way of getting uh the the stuff off the up the internet responses yeah. uh, and and then i didn't hear from him anymore so he's he's really sounds like he's inundated with a lot of stuff
0: it's been it's been a little while like uh there was covid going through our company and even though we're inter- international and i just got married and yeah it's it's been a lot So well, he's yeah. he's got it there uh
1: to be able to what's the name of the app that we're talking about where he's going to do it um, um it's so famous, I can't really. So, uh, right, it's so often used where we're gonna where people are writing their stories down. So, and Reddit, there. Uh, are yeah, so the yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 the subreddit, it's there to be done. And I have somebody that I can get to collect uh, the stories in a way that we can analyze because I'm collecting stories off of, yeah, off of my stories, like including what's a uh, weird yeah, story Yeah, I
0: started that subreddit, and so feel free to, to, to use any of that stuff. Well, yeah. it's,
1: got, it's got to be collected somehow. And yeah. what I want to do as a simple step is to take a lot of stories and then use some kind of um, uh, um, computer programming, yeah. uh, it, use, use some AI, narrow AI program, that's sophisticated enough to pull out patterns, not just words, yeah. not just word clouds, but patterns in the stories, because I think some of that AI stuff can come up with patterns that I can't see.
0: Yeah, we've done the word cloud thing before, but that's a really cool idea. It yeah. The word
1: cloud doesn't tell you much.
0: Not huh? much. It tells you neighborhood of semantics and stuff, but yeah what you've said is pretty cool yeah pretty cool yes. idea so so that that's and I've got some people I got a good I got a
1: good uh, um, a, a, a guy who's used to internet programming and used to uh, software stuff was really smart about this uh, Talking to him about how we can do that, how we can collect it, and it, it really isn't expen- that expensive. You just put the stories together and push the button if you find the right places to do it. Right. And I, I can help uh, with the funding of it, which won't be very much. I got some people working for me that can help do some of it. So these are these are the low lying fruit that you look for in trying yeah. to do research, because in order to get a grant. You got to show that you've done some research and have right. the capacity of doing it. I have shown the capacity to do that. I've got uh, seventy-five peer-reviewed papers out there, forty of them on panic disorder. I've got fifteen books. I've got to been able to. I've been able to be. I was chairman of a psychiatry department, so I have the academic creds. At Mizzou, it, at Mizzou, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm from uh, like Columbia, Illinois. And I'm from Columbia, Missouri. That's right. That's where I did it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I have appearance. the I yeah. have the Something credentials
1: there. for it. Yeah. And the and the experience with it. So we need to get a, a baseline of research done. That's where um, getting that subreddit data would help bring your guys in so yeah. that we can put them in with the other stories because it makes so much
0: difference where you get the stories from yeah, the corpus matters a lot yeah see, getting um stories off reddit shouldn't be hard at all there should be a tool to do that like easily on github for free like uh we can see uh i can see if i can help you out with that but yeah well, um, T-
1: Tobias also has a good screening set of screening questions, mm-hmm. which I'd like to see with each story if we can.
0: I would like to see that. See you see that as well. Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: So what we're talking about here is somebody, probably Tobias, actually doing what he's already set up to do. I mean, he's he's right there. Just I don't know how many buttons have to get pushed for what he's already put together, which I approved of from my perspective. Just... Get it going, Tobias, and let's let's see what the data shows us.
0: Yeah, yeah, it should be up soon, probably with our next next update. But yeah,
1: okay, cool. All well, right, we are we are talking about collab here, baby. We are talking about collaboration, and yeah, I think that is really cool to be able to make this connection with you, Josh. I, yeah, I respect your vision. Thank you. I really do. I, I just thank you. You're welcome you're welcome that you saw it and you saw it and you found the treasure and here you are in the middle of this thing and thank you you're welcome
0: yeah and i and i respect the css and and and, uh, the you know the every all of the coincidence people like it's cool to see like other people doing like sort of what we're doing but coming at it from a different angle like i love seeing that and oh, yeah. like just thank you for inviting me on your show it's been a lot of fun like i hope i can be a recurring guest as well as to, to be us so um yeah well far you, out and groovy man Like i'm glad you understand the language man i'm glad you yeah.
1: understand the language <laughs> and um, let's end with love josh because yes. um because as overused as that has been that word love it's the how to love is what needs to be done next and that's a real challenge right and that's what we're facing and we got to do it and i'm glad to be finding you doing some doing the same thing and so we'll ride along together partner and see what happens
0: same 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 senor. so lots of love and uh i'll talk to you soon this psychosphere is our mental atmosphere Like a hollow of cosmic consciousness